Fallout, a news podcast for geeks by geeks, where our hosts talk news headlines, comics, tech, and have in-depth discussions on all things geek. Keep calm and venture into the wasteland. Well, hello, fellow podcast listener. Welcome to Geek Fallout Reloaded, the news and discussion podcast for geeks by geeks. I'm your host. My name is Chris Lockhart. And joining me on the line is my co-host in crime, Mr. Kevin Decent. How's it going, Kevin? Oh, it's going well, Chris. Um, I I caved today. I had to turn on the heat a little bit. Yes. It, yeah, same here. Uh, I was holding out for a long time. Uh, but it got cold today. Like, right now I'm we're at like 2 degrees C where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah, and we did have a, it tried to snow today. I wouldn't say it was like a blizzard or anything, uh, but it tried. So, yeah, I had to put the the lawn chairs away and put all our stuff away for the winter. And, and yeah, just a sad time of year, you know? Like, I just hate, hate winter. It, it is, and I agree. And I was just like, I, I'm sitting here... I'm fully dressed, I have a blanket on me, and I'm freezing. I was like, I- I'm turning it on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was holding out, but... But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, if you if you if if my mic is picking up my furnace in the background, that's my furnace in the background. So. All right. Uh, this episode, I think, is going to be a quick one. We don't have a whole lot to talk about. But, uh, unfortunately, we had some celebrities pass away. Uh, So we're going to begin, as always, with our In Memoriam segment. Um, So first up on my list, I got Suzanne Summers passed away Sunday, October 15th, at the age of 76. Uh, She had been surviving an aggressive form of breast cancer for the past 23 years. Uh, She died at home peacefully, surrounded by her family. Um... She was from Three's Company and the the 90 series Step by Step. Um, and, yeah, she did, like, infomercials and all that kind of stuff as well. Um, but, yeah, I just remember, you know, being a little kid watching Three's Company and just being in love with Chrissy. Like, she was just so beautiful and, and funny and, um, yeah, it, you know, like, I don't know, like, I felt Three's Company just wasn't the same when she left. Um, But, uh, you know, like it was... I I did watch her, you know, as a kid in the 90s. uh, TGIF, you know, step by step. Um, Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's uh, too bad. You know, like she was, uh, you know, very nice person from what I've seen and heard. And, uh, yeah, fighting breast cancer for 23 years like that's you know an incredible fight um so but kev what, what are your thoughts on well, suzanne summers well i mean um and we've had discussions previously there it's funny i i watched a ton of step by step not all of it but a ton of it i couldn't tell you a single thing or remember any of it mm-hmm. um those thigh master commercials were everywhere oh, for yeah. years and years and years yeah <clears throat> you know, and, and it was kind of a joke, but I mean, she must have made a fortune as the spokesperson for it. 
Yep. But speaking of making a fortune, when you realize why she would, like, they fired her from 3D's company because she wanted equal pay to John Ritter. Mm-hmm. And looking back, I'm like, yeah. And there's nothing against, you know, John Ritter was great on the show, mm-hmm. but people were tuning in for her as well. Yep. Absolutely stunning blonde being all ditzy and silly and adorable. Like, yeah, people are tuning in for her too, though. Why shouldn't she be paid? Yep. Equal. You know, or, or at least not so much less. So then they're like, oh, we'll just bring on another random blonde and pretend it's her cousin or whatever the hell they did. And it was never the same show. Yeah. Yeah. Because they brought in, um, oh, I can't remember her name. Yeah, she was like a cousin or something. And then they brought in the lady that was the nurse. I can't remember her character's name. But she was, but she, I mean, she was blonde and beautiful, but she wasn't ditzy. She, like, she was, you know, uh very you know smart you know so i you know i understood they were changing up the character and stuff yeah um but it just wasn't the same good for her in the late 70s to be like no i'm standing up for myself yeah and she took a hit she took a big hit but good for her for doing it you know yep and yeah all all the stories and everything came out it's like this just seems like it was a good person yeah you know there's so much shitty hollywood stuff and that's like it, it just seems like she was a good person Yeah. Um, next up, I have Piper Laurie. Uh, she passed away October 14th at the age of 91 after being unwell for some time. Uh, I don't know a cause or anything, but that's just uh, what the statement said. I remember her as playing Catherine on Twin Peaks, the first two seasons of Twin Peaks back in the early 90s. Uh, she was also in the movie Carrie, uh, and she, she was probably, I think, the place that I remember her most recently, movie-wise, was the late 90s movie The Faculty. Uh, she was one of the teachers um, in that uh, movie. And she had a lot of TV guest appearances. She was one of those actresses that did a lot of TV work. Um, but, yeah, yeah, she passed away October 14th. Um, yeah, a fun, a funny thing, because as you were going through the list, and as I went through stuff with the obituary, I'm like, there's a lot of things that she's done that's on my list of shit I have to watch at some point. Yep. <laughs> like Twin Peaks being a big one, I'm like, oh my god, I keep forgetting. I like, I really got to watch that at some point. And yeah. Then, uh, there were other stuff I'm like, I'm gonna, like, I don't have it now, but there's gonna come time when I finally watch this stuff. I'm gonna have a very big appreciation for her. Yep. Well, I'm kind of interested to, to uh, get your take on Twin Peaks. as Because you've never watched it at all? I've never watched a second of it. I'm well aware of it, but I don't really know twists and turns. Like, I, I don't know anything. I just know it's yeah, cult, you know, cult, much love over the years. Very weird. Yeah, I remember like when it was originally airing, my mom was really into it, so that's why I watched it. Um, and yeah, over the years, like, and then Bravo, uh, back in the mid '90s, like was re-airing it, uh, like like weekdays. Uh, so for that summer holidays, I watched the whole series because it's only two seasons, right? I believe so. Yeah. So. 
I rewatched it. Was blown away that summer. I want to say it was ninety five. It, it was the summer before I was driving, so I want to say ninety five. Um, and then they did uh, Twin Peaks: The Return in twenty seventeen, which is crazy. That's six years ago already. Um, and unfortunately, um, uh, uh, Piper Laurie did not uh, appear in that series uh some of the original cast didn't come back uh some of them passed away um but uh for the most part a lot of them did come back i liked it you know i thought it was interesting um really weird ending you know like i like i don't know like uh uh what's his name um david lynch he's he's a strange dude like he's got some really weird concepts but i like it you know, it's, you know, but I, I don't know how Twin Peaks would, would resonate with someone who's never seen it before. Um, so I'm interested. Like, when you, when you when you do decide to delve in, let me know, because I'd love to hear your thoughts. Right. As someone who's never seen it. Um, all right. So uh, next on my list, uh, Burt Young. He played Paulie in the Rocky movies. Uh, so that's where I think I first remember him or back to school i think i remember him from because he was like rodney dangerfield bodyguard or driver or something oh jeez. yeah i just remember him squishing that uh napkin thing dispenser with like with his bare hand um but uh i i also remember him as being bobby bacala bacala senior in the sopranos um he died at the age of 83. Um, he was, yeah, like I said, he was in back to school. He was in probably one of the most memorable law and order episodes ever. Um, like, yeah, it was, it, it, it was one of those episodes that, you know, resonated with me. Um, very, you know, cause he, he plays a, a killer. Um, and yeah, he was very scary. Um, he actually died on October 8th, but it was not revealed until October 18th. Um, so I'm not sure why, um, but either way, you know, very sad that uh, that he passed away. But, uh, Kev, what, what are your thoughts yeah. on Bert Yon? Oh, I mean, I, I pretty much, I forgot about Back School. So for me, it really is pretty much the Rocky movies, mm-hmm. which... I don't know if heart's the right word. Like, he he adds to it. Oh, yeah. Um, for, for a side-supporting character, that movie, or maybe even the whole franchise, although it gets less and less and kind of cartoonish as we go on. Mm-hmm. But starting out, though, like, I think it's a lesser movie without him. Yeah. Even though it's a, a, a supporting side character, though. I don't know if heart's the right word because there's a lot of heart in that movie. Like, I don't want to say that, but there's... Like, he's he's a spice that would diminish the whole meal if that spice isn't in there. Yeah. Yeah, he... he yeah, he was definitely um, memorable. Um, was he in the newer movies? Like, the, the Creed movies? I don't think so, but I don't remember for sure. Because... I mean... 
like I, I'm trying to think and and come up with like exact moments, and unfortunately, the freaking robot going "Happy Birthday, Polly" is the yeah. first thing that yeah. comes to my mind. Yeah, yeah, I remember that robot. Freaking robot! <laughs> that robot showed up somewhere else. Where did I see that robot at? I was in something else. I don't know if it was Family Guy or if it was... Oh, Family Guy's done a lot of things. Have. Now, the, the rumor is... Um, still, oh, is it Stallone's kid plays his actual kid in the Rocky ones? I believe so, except for and, when he aged up. Yeah, yeah. And he... I don't know that it was autism necessarily, but he had something that he needed help with. Yeah. And this robot was actually created to help kids with it. Hmm. And Stallone was just so fascinated by it and thought it was the coolest thing. And he's like, I'm going to just have it in the movie. It's just this cool thing. Yeah. But yeah, I guess that's what it is. It was supposed to be some sort of assistant, helper, whatever thing for his kid. Yeah. And then he just put it in the movie, too. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I also wanted to mention, like, because I mentioned he played Bobby Bacala Sr. Um, he was only in one episode of The Sopranos, but what an episode. Like, he was such a great guest star for that uh, for that show. Um, it almost made me sad that we didn't see more of him, you know, like, because, you know, spoilers for, you know, 23-year-old episode, but his character dies. Um in at the end before the end of the episode and it's like ah uh, you know he was so interesting and and because they talk about him um because you know he his character was a barber but also a hitman like he was a hitman for the mob uh and tony describes him as being the terminator um so man i you know like i wish we could have seen him you know a little bit more or, or something before they wrote him off, but yeah, yeah, great, great guest appearance on that show. Uh, did you have any anyone else for in memoriam? That's that's all I have for my list. Well, I couldn't, re- I didn't think we got to it last time, but um, Keith Giffen. We did. I th- I'm, did? Pre- I'm pretty okay. sure we did, but we, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. If you're, it, if you're, I, I couldn't remember for sure, but. Um, Life is a blur the older we get. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, I, I remember uh, talking because yeah, we, you, you know the JLA, the um, you know, okay, the the ha or rah rah or whatever yep. uh, years. But yeah, yeah, it's man, it sucks. And he was only seventy, I believe. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and he and yeah, he was still doing comic book stuff. Uh, like I know he was, you know was at least doing comic books for the new 52. I remember that, but, um, yeah, I co-created rocket raccoon and, and, um, what am I, th- there's another character. Oh, Lobo. Lobo. Yep. Yeah. But, um, all right. So I don't actually have any news this week. This has been like a really quiet week or a couple weeks as far as geek news goes. Cause the, as far as I know, like the actors are still on strike, but the writers aren't, right? Right, right. Oh, I I guess I do have a little bit of news. Um, yeah, I guess Marvel's like cleaning house. Um, 
in some respects. Uh, apparently, they f- they have filmed I think eight episodes of Daredevil. Yeah, born the again. Rumors they're scrapping it. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna scrap it, and they and I guess they got rid of the writers. Yeah. Because apparently the writers they hired were not the writers from the Netflix Daredevil show. Right. So it's like why. Why wouldn't you hire those guys? Like I don't know, unless they moved on and and have no interest in coming back. But um, no, and 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 I got there was an article and I was getting confused and kind of not in the mood when I was reading it. But it sounds like they were kind of treating the shows as their own movies and not one, you know, chapters of one longer story. So they didn't have a show runner. They didn't have like a show bible. Nothing oh. like that. And so stuff started getting off the rails, and they're like, but that that was supposed to be their method of doing it, just in a exciting, different, probably cheaper, to be honest, way. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, no, we need a path. We need a clear path for where this is going. And we can't just freestyle it, pretty much. Yeah. So that's part of redoing it. But the, the other thing coming out of it was, apparently as they're looking into stuff it sounds like something some projects might be scrapped entirely some might be redone some might be combined into others but really sounds like you know um they're aware that they're kind of overexposed right now Mm -hmm. and they're gonna try to streamline and and reevaluate all the projects movies and disney plus shows yep and kind of reset and figure things out here which i'm like yeah i kind of don't like learn from lost and, and heroes and certain other shows. If you want us to believe you're working towards a certain end point, you need to actually be working towards that certain end point. Don't figure it out later on. Don't just throw stuff out there for the heck of it. Yeah. Actually have a plan. And if you don't have a plan, you're just like, Oh, here's this IP. Let's get it out there. No, unless this matters for the whole story, don't use it. Yeah. Like, and I mean, I kind of think, and I've been listening to a lot of different stuff about it, like, Endgame hurt in a way because, well, now what do you do? Mm-hmm. So even, you know, going back to basics, and okay, we're going to just introduce this new character, and here's one movie, like, we're expecting everything to matter and everything to cross over, when really it's, yeah, but that's a 10-year ride. We got to remember, you know, when Iron Man came out, we had no idea we were getting all of this. Yeah. Not a clue. But now that we know that's an option to take it back to zero again is very difficult. Yeah. And I don't know that I have an answer for how they could have done it. But I think just, you know, immediately like, okay, that's there's endgame, that's end. Uh, let's put all the pieces back and start over again. Like that wasn't the answer either. I like Shang-Chi. I like, you know, some of these other ones of, okay, we have to introduce these characters to get it started, just like we had to introduce Captain America and Iron Man and Thor and everyone else. You know, no one gave a shit and knew who Guardians were when that movie came out, and now everyone loves them. So in theory, everyone's going to love these other characters, but the the patience or the pacing of it just isn't there. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's their fault or our fault, or somewhere in between. But there's so much 
we have all these puzzle pieces and no one's given us the backs for what the puzzle's supposed to look like. And it's getting really frustrating. Yep. And if they don't have a plan, if there's not a puzzle that we're supposed to be making here, and it's just a bunch of random pieces, then you're not giving me a reason to care. And I'm very hopeful. Very hopeful. If what we think Secret Wars is, is what actually happens, oh my god, I can't wait. But they gotta be very careful getting there. And yeah. I, I actually, I kind of I appreciate having the humbleness, I guess, in a way. Might not be a best word. To say, hey, let's course correct a little bit. Let's mm-hmm. get rid of this. Let's change this. Whatever. To not be so hard and firm on, no, this was our plan. We're sticking to it. You know, in Humans was supposed to be a movie. Yep. And they adjusted that. And honestly, it's probably a good thing because taking the lessons from Eternals, oh my God, if we had all the humans running around Marvel Universe 2, mm-hmm. here's here's 50 other characters we've met for a couple minutes and are supposed to give a shit about, but don't because we just haven't had time to care. Yep. You know, so I'm hopeful. Again, we need all the strikes to finalize before we're getting anywhere anyways. Yep. But yeah, Born Again, Born Again could be really really good mm-hmm. and the fact that they're willing to have be eight episodes in and say this isn't working let's try again that actually that that doesn't make me lose faith like oh my god what are you doing that gives me more faith of you recognize it wasn't going the right way and instead of just forcing it says so forcing you know square peg into around a hole here and making it work you're just scrapping it to yep. make it work yep. I, that actually gives me more faith so hopefully yeah, because yeah, Marvel like there's so yeah we could do a whole episode just talking about because <laughs> you know I think once like since Endgame like they're like they've like basically from what I understand like they're not restricted to their budgets anymore like they're just like yeah whatever you want to do do it you know bigger better and it's like no you know like I honestly like that's why Ant Man kind of tanked because ant-man works like that first movie was i think great you know doing the Mm. heist you know his friends seeing the world from a you know microscopic um perception is interesting but if you're in like this quantum realm and like yeah he's still shrinking down but it doesn't really matter because everything's different anyway like it yeah, like they spent like over two hundred million dollars on that movie and lost a bunch of money. And like like with the Marvels too, like coming out, it's projected to be the worst Marvel box office take home. You know, and compared you know, like compared to budget, like they're gonna lose a lot of money. Um, and even some other projects, like you know, like why are we doing an Ironheart show or movie? Like who cares? Like I I just like. Um, and then like, yeah, so they're doing this, they're doing an Agatha Harkness TV show. They're doing Echo TV show. Like, I understand representation and trying to, you know, show different things for different audiences. I get that, but that's not what made, you know, introducing all these different characters and not having them tied together in any sort of way is not how they built the Marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe to begin with. 
It's like they did the Shang Chi movie, but now that we like when when are we going to see him again? The next Avengers movie, maybe. Like, like why introduce that character just to leave him hanging somewhere and not use him? Um, you know, at least like when they introduced Captain America, like he came back the next year in the Avengers movie. Same with Thor. Um, you know, and the Cap got a second movie in 2014. Um, like that, you know, like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's an abundance of riches and oversaturation. You know, I think that's yeah. the problem. Um, but anywho, um, I hear my granddaughter screaming, so we're, we're babysitting tonight, by the way. Um, but, uh, let's move on to our brain candy segment. Um, I, and again, I don't have much to, uh, to contribute to this just because, um, you know, last couple weeks, um, well, last three weeks ish, um, I've been, it's been crazy, you know, like with my dad passing away, um, like, I'm moving into, like, when I'm working, I'm moving into, like, an, uh, an apartment, well, a room now, <clears throat> so I'll be able to do more, you know, more regular podcasting and stuff, so, like, I, it's just been uh, crazy, I'm, I'm behind on Ahsoka, but I'm so bored with that show, I don't really, you know, whatever, when I get to it, I get to it, so, um, a couple things that uh, I've been watching on YouTube, that I thought I'd throw out here. If 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 you ever want to check this out, if you're if you if you're interested in true crime, there's a channel called Coffee House Crime on YouTube. Um, it's a guy. I think he's from England. I want to say England. Um, he, he yeah, he covers true crime stories and uh, has his own channel. He, he's now selling coffee. Um, because his his gimmick is you know grab a coffee and you know sit down and we'll you know, jump into this story of, of true crime. Um, so now you can actually order coffee from him and brew it and then drink it while you're watching a show. So, uh, yeah, if you're into true crime, coffee house crime on YouTube is excellent. And as I mentioned, I'm babysitting my granddaughter tonight, or I, you know, we're babysitting our granddaughter, my wife and I, um, and her favorite show on YouTube is, uh, our favorite channel on YouTube is called Miss Rachel. Um, I am aware of Miss Rachel. Yeah, she's actually from, I think, your area, Kev. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got a YouTube channel, um, which she created um, because she's, I believe, a teacher. Yep. And her husband, I think, works in Broadway or something. But anyway, um, she, she created this, uh, you know, this this channel um uh, because there wasn't a lot of uh like cha- channels to help children learn um so it's like a cro- it's kind of like a, a like a sesame street type of show um but it's geared more towards uh little little ones um like toddlers for sure and i mean yeah like my my granddaughter watches miss rachel she loves her she all she has to do is hear like the familiar sound of Miss Rachel, and she just like turns to the TV and focuses. Um, 
she's like because uh, Miss on one of the things about Miss Rachel is um, you know she's learning to say some words that she's picked up from Miss Rachel and also some sign language because they teach sign language on the show on the show so I forget there's a sign for more um, yep. and my granddaughter who's like only one like 14 months or so and she could do the sign for more when she wants more mm-hmm. Like it's it's crazy. Like like so, um, I actually don't mind watching Miss Rachel. Like as far as kids programming goes, you know, I think I think it's uh, it's great, and she loves Miss Rachel. So yeah, if you got uh, a, a little one at home, I recommend checking out the Miss Rachel YouTube channel. Now, my my own kid, um, by the time Miss Rachel came around, he was too old for her. Mm-hmm. target demographic there yeah um so i'm i i'm aware of her but not like firsthand um side note i'll say i have become aware however through various social media things that uh miss rachel has an adult following as well i can see that yeah i can see that yep. <laughs> she's very beautiful very beautiful yeah um now the sign language thing so we we actually did do that when he was younger, um, there's, it hasn't been researched. Like most educators are rolling with it. It hasn't been researched enough to make it, you know, official or anything. But most, uh, like a lot of doctors, pediatricians, teachers, whatever are saying parents should do some basic sign language. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that your, your infant, your young child's mind, the synapses, the connections, everything aren't there for them to go from their brain to what they want to say, move their mouth, make the sound, move their tongue, everything. But they know in their brain what they want. Mm-hmm. That thought is there. But their hands, because they're using their hands more and more and more and building up that strength and those muscles, the connection's there from the brain to move their hands. So the connection is there to do the sign language. That's so, cool. Yep. The basic things like more, drink, tired, you know, potty, like, you know, you're not going to have a full-blown conversation, but for their needs and their wants and things like that, you can, like, to just give them, like, ten things, you can do that and be very successful, very much. More, like, I still remember the one for more because... my kid picked up on that one right away and it's like oh my god this works mm-hmm. so yeah um it's still you know in the early stages overall of you know here's what we're researching everything but everything looks like yeah this is a thing yeah this, this thing that we should be doing as parents yeah or grandparents yeah yeah and like i like because i i did some research on miss rachel uh checked out her wikipedia and stuff um and uh yeah she's a she's a teacher uh and i think she's like my age like she looks a lot younger like she looks like she's in her 20s but she's actually in her 40s um and uh yeah she apparently like her her channel is so successful she's like i think she said like according to this article i read she's yeah it was it was an article because she did like an interview for a newspaper or something in new york um, she's like making like three million dollars a year off this YouTube channel. Yeah, and that's just like it's crazy. Like that, like that, like 
what an uh, awesome success story. Um, you know, because like, yeah, everything's filmed at her house and or at her friend's house, or they'll go film at the park or whatever, right? Like it's all done YouTube style. Um, and I'm hoping I'm hoping she stays with it. Like I'm hoping you know, like she doesn't get gobbled up by HBO or um, PBS or something like that. And then you know, they, you know, you know, I don't know. I just I just think it, it this format works better on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, Kev, what do you got this week for brain candy? All right. So I mean, different different reasons but much like you i've just not had time to go through stuff lately um i'm still i'm studying for the test i gotta take for my mm. job and yeah that's just <coughs> sorry um that's just you know my free time for stuff i'm like i want to sit down and read other things and do other things but you know this is a time where i have to focus on other things first and you know get around to it yeah um but when 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 my son is with me, then that's it. Like I don't do other stuff other than spend time with him. So I'm not studying when I'm with him. I'm not watching wrestling. I'm not doing you know podcasts, whatever. Like when he's with me, that's it. So I get watching stuff too. Um, we did. I ended up doing it twice. He wanted me to watch it. I watched it on my own. And then once he knew I watched it, he wanted to watch it again. I'm like. I could have just waited to watch it with you, but whatever. Yeah. Um, one of his, one of the YouTubers he watches is this family called FGTV. And I think it's, I think originally it was like family game or fun game or, you know, fun group. It was something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it first started, it was like, oh, hey, we have a room in our house that we play video games and put up a green screen and there's whatever in the background he'll play with his daughter and then his son and then himself and then you know his wife but he got bigger and bigger and as the kids grew older like they're involved more so then they start doing like oh hey uh it's someone's birthday party so let's just so show all the places we go to and it's them going around like a mall in the theme park and stuff for the birthday and it's just like they're they're all goofy they're all quirky they all have their personalities so they're interesting to watch and you know like we've watched some of it but i I honestly thought that he was done with it you know just just like you or i you know eventually get to the point where you stop watching a show it's like some of these youtube things i think it's just like all right i'm done you know i i've aged out or whatever so out of nowhere, he's like, you have to watch this video. It's their most viewed one ever. It's an hour and a half long. I'm like, what on God's name did they do for an hour and a half? He's like, they're up to 65 million views. I go, all right, for doing what? Well, with their YouTube money and success, they do lots of vacations. One of them was to Hawaii, where they got robbed uh, in their hotel room. Huh. And then do a video about it. And it was fascinating. <laughs> it was absolutely fascinating. The, the short story is um, they're pretty sure that one of the hotel keys got lifted from their bag while they were out on a tour. Mm. And the hotel keys in one of those little, you know, paper envelope things. So it has the name of the hotel on it and the room number on it. Mm. 
So they think someone lifted it out of the car that they took to get to somewhere in Hawaii, went back to the hotel, robbed them, got out before they were back to the hotel. So, all right, bad stuff happens, you know, unfortunately. Luckily, they weren't in the room. There wasn't a confrontation. There wasn't any violence, you know. But then, like, what the hotel does and doesn't do, what the cops do and don't do, um, like, the upset of, hey, we're well, they weren't robbed. Technically, it's burglary because they weren't in the room at the time, you know. Yep. But, like, the anger of him as the father, like, I'm supposed to protect my family. We were just robbed. Like, and, and him, like, I'm going to find these people on my own. I'm going to do this on my own. Like, I'm going to take the law into my own hands, which you can't do for many reasons, but you understand yeah. the frustration. Oh, yeah. Like, it was actually really interesting. And then um, it's very well ended because the whole thing's been going on for months at this point. So here's the big chunk of when it actually happened. Then here's some of the updates. And now you got to wait for part two for eventually a trial. I'm, I'm guessing. I would hope for their sake. Mm-hmm. But fascinating. The thing that, and part of me is like, this sucks, but your family's okay. Everything's all right. Maybe there's insurance for stuff. You know, you just got to work within the law. Like I'm trying to be yep. calm and, and, you know, buy the books for it as I'm watching it and just like, all right, you'll, you know, you'll be all right. When I got to the point in the video where he gets up in anger, he's like, I'm going to the hotel desk again. Again, it was like three, four hours after they found out they'd been burglarized. Cops have already been there. They've already had a statement. They've already done like all the stuff they're supposed to do. Of course, they notify the hotel and everything. They're just sitting in the room. It's three, four hours later. And he goes, you know, no one from the hotel has said anything to us since we mentioned it to them as in, They've still not changed our room key. Whoever has the key could still get in this room. Mm-hmm. They've not changed our locks. They've not offered us a new room. They've not even said they're sorry. They've not offered help. They've not offered the camera footage. Nothing. So he goes downstairs to, to talk to hotel manager. A shift change has happened in that time frame. And the hotel manager is like, I, don't know, I know nothing about this. And I'm just like, holy crap. Yikes. If someone, it's like $30,000 worth of stuff they had yeah. stolen. I'm like, if you are in charge of a place and someone just got robbed of tens of thousands of dollars of stuff and you come on your shift and go, hey, I'm just starting the day today. What did I miss? That's got to be number one. <laughs> yeah, you would think. That's got to be the first yeah. thing told. And like, oh, my God, what have we done? Have we already changed their locks? Have we already put them in another room? Do they want to, do they want somewhere safe to be? Do they, you know, um, what other valuables do they have? Do we need a safe for them? Like, what can you do to make this situation better and also make them feel safer immediately? I was yep. just like, well, there's something shady. So then I was like completely invested in this. Yeah. <laughs> the dumbest thing, but I was so invested. So we're like, all right, whenever this up, whenever part two is up, like there goes our plans. Yeah. <laughs> to watch them. Uh, but the other thing he got me on, the other big thing that I watched, uh, the DC animated movies, they stopped the animated universe, which was like their new 52, more mature line. They told that whole story. It's like 14 movies total. Mm-hmm. Um, it went from Flashpoint to Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, I believe was the last. And now they've restarted. It's a loose connection, but the animation's very similar with the movies, and everything sounds like these movies are connected and 
will continue to be for another year or two at least. Okay. Um, but not as tightly. So this one's called the Tomorrow Verse. So the first one was, uh, I think it may have been called Superman Man of Tomorrow, and that's why they call it. So it's Superman, Lobo, and Parasite all having this big fight. It's interesting. It's all right, but it's, it's a big hour and a half fight, really. The second one, which we just watched, was Justice Society World War Two, and it's JSA Justice Society of America fighting Nazis into this hour and a half amazing animated movie. It was so good. Just your Golden Age superheroes punching Nazis and this big epic story going on around it. It was amazing. I thought, I like, I, I had no idea it was going to be that good. At awesome. all. Twist and turns to it, unexpected things. Um, it's, it's intense, like, as an, uh, as adults will enjoy it too, but it's not too intense for kids. Cause there, there's been some of the other stuff I'm like, ooh, geez. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, you're reacting fine, but had I known this was in the movie, we may have not watched it, you know? Yeah. Nothing. There's nothing like that. Like, there, there is, you know, like, bad things happen, there are consequences, but nothing that felt, like, inappropriate. Nothing that felt like a kid that loves superheroes can't still watch this. Yeah. You know? Um, so freaking good. I'll have to check that out. Uh, that sounds yeah. awesome. The next two movies as part of this series are Batman Long Halloween Part 1 and 2. Hmm. So we're going to try to watch those next week for yeah. ho- as, as our like coincidentally as our Halloween movies. Okay. Just like, oh, let's watch Long Halloween for Halloween. Like that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, I've read the graphic novel finally, and it's good. And I'm real curious how it's going to adapt to a, let's say, TV PG, maybe PG 13, like not really 13, let's say 12, but you know, like a little <clears throat> bit more mature. I don't know how it's going to adapt to it. I'm very curious because long Halloween, when I finally sat down and read, I'm like, this is good. This is so good. I'm so glad I'm finally reading this. It's an amazing Batman story, but it's not Batman the superhero. It's really Batman the detective mm-hmm. for a lot of it. And I don't know how it's going to adapt to it, but I can't wait to watch it. Um, the the later ones in the series, there's uh, a Green Lantern one. There's a Legion of Superheroes one. There's another Justice League one. And sometime next year, they're doing animated Crisis on Infinite Earths. Hmm. Uh, and I'm like, oh, that's going to be big. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Like, yeah, that's definitely something that is definitely better for animated. Because, they, I mean, they they did it on uh, the CW, and it was okay, but... Uh... For, for the limitations of CW, I thought they did the best yeah. job they could for it. Yeah, absolutely. Because I kind of checked out of the Arrowverse at that point, but I did go back and watch that. Because I was like, this, yeah. this is awesome. But, uh, all right, well, I think... DC oh, nails the cartoon movies. Sorry, I'm just like... Oh, Marvel, absolutely. I don't think Marvel ever had a good cartoon movie. I mean, they have them, and they're fine. But the DC ones are just other level. Like, they could be in movie theaters. Yeah, Marvel, it's kind of... I mean, they had the the Hulk ones. They had yeah. uh, like Thor versus Hulk and Thor or Hulk versus Wolverine and yeah. 
There's a there was a few, but uh, they did an animated Iron Man, animated Doctor Strange, Next yeah. Avengers. Yeah, um, they did one. What was it? It was like Punisher and Black Widow within the last few years. Oh, okay, I'm like, all right, like it's okay, you know, but it's just it feels like just something to put at Walmart, and some grandma goes through. And it's like, oh, my kids like the superheroes. I'll buy this for them. Yeah, you know, but the DC ones, I'm like. I would have paid to see this in theaters. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I think we can call this an episode. This was a short one, but uh, it was good all the same. Um, so let's play that little game of where we can find you on the internet. For myself, you can find me here at the Pop Culture Pub Podcast Network. Um, starting in November, we are going to be... Uh, probably going back to a regular recording format, you know, where we'll be putting out uh, a new episode every week. Um, so yeah, uh, be on the lookout for that. That is coming up. Uh, Kevin, where can we find you, sir? All right, you can find my blog is uh, hellionsteam.com and at hellionsteam for most social medias. Um, I'll, I'll probably say it for a while. I do believe I've switched everything over. Do believe I've changed it. But any listener, any reader, if you see anything I miss, please let me know so I can fix it. Excellent, excellent. Uh, I know I I got to change some stuff from our from my end for for you, because um, I think I still have a mass library. I think on some of the podcast stuff, so I got I do have to change that. Uh, um, you're, I mean, you are finding. Like I said, I'm still finding stuff. Because when you sign up for so many different things and then, like, you change it on one page but doesn't change it on the other one automatically, yeah, I'm still finding stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, All right. Well, uh, next week, uh, because we've already recorded it, next week will be our Pop Culture Pub episode um, where we talk about things that we have skipped in pop culture. And it'll be Kevin and I with uh, Ragnar. Uh, So be on the lookout for that next week. Uh, so on behalf of Kevin and myself, thank you for listening to Geek Fallout Reloaded, the news discussion podcast for geeks by geeks, and we will see you again in the not-too-distant future. <laughs> <laughs>